Good morning and welcome as we continue our daily Bible reading this uh, Monday after the Lord's Day yesterday, our second Sunday in Advent. Uh, this is the 6th of December and uh, I'm actually going to cover a little bit of chapter 22 and 23 of Exodus. I know 22 was for the day on Saturday. Uh, that 22 and, and chapter 21 are, are very similar in the, the laws, the general laws that God gave the people to live by, to have some kind of social order in which they lived in. And really, when you look at them, uh, two thoughts come to mind. Number one, we have to have these laws. We have to have some kind of guidelines, some kind of curb um, to keep our, our from our human nature of just doing whatever we want to and, and doing things selfishly and out of what we want. Uh, and secondly, um, man, wouldn't it be great if we followed these yet today? Um, all of these, even though the, the situations that are that are talked about there, the culture, the times were, were different uh, there, yet in our economy, in our way, there are certainly ways that we can apply them too. So I challenge you just as you read those, just to really to dig into those deeper and say, hey, where, where are things first? of all, personally in my life that I need to clean up and, and I need to get back on track and then pray for our world too that we live in that we might have that uh, some kind of a social order, uh, both for the good of this as part of loving each other, is praying for this to, to happen in our world, as well as uh, providing a path and a place for the gospel to spread and people to come to know uh, the good news of Jesus Christ. So you see those in chapter 22, kind of the same thing, uh, just a natural uh, human kindness, uh, social kind of justice for our for our world that we would want. Um, in chapter 22 and verse 21, I, I see words that Paul picks up then again in the New Testament talking especially about caring for those um, who um, have a lot of disadvantages in their life. He talks about the widow and the fatherless child, um, how important that we um, that we do that. Think about how how uh, Christ came to us and God came to us when, when we in a way had been widowed, that we had gone after other gods and, and served other things and, and put our hope and our trust in other things. And then we find out that lets us down and we're left without um, how we don't really have a father um, or our father, the father of lies in this world has really led us down the wrong track, track and we are really fatherless. And now as, as God has come to us, as Christ to come, has come to us and has married us, he is the perfect bridegroom. We are his bride. He gave his life for us. Um, as God is our father, we call him our father in the Lord's prayer, um, that, that he has, uh, he has brought us back into the family and our baptism, uh, and made us, uh, made us his children. You get some more of just the, that same kind of, uh, just social justice, this this just caring for each other and, and making restitution for things that you've done wrong in, in the first part of chapter 23 of uh, caring for uh, those who come from the outside. Uh, chapter or verse 9 says, you know, uh, don't oppress the sojourn. Remember that you were a sojourner at one time. Remember your background. And and again, the, the motivation to love is we love God because he first loved us. Why do I love my neighbor? Because God loves me. Why do I forgive others? Because God has forgiven me. Um, look and see where you come from. That's why um, our life is one of always repenting of just, hey, looking at my life and seeing, hey, I got a lot of things to clean up in my own life. While I'm while I'm looking at the, the speck in someone else's eye, I need to pull the log out of my own first. Um, and uh, just all those kinds of things that, that call us to to step back and and uh, put others ahead of ourselves and, and live that kind of a, that kind of a servant life, and then uh, the last part of chapter twenty three, beginning at verse ten, talks about those yearly festivals, those times just to stop and and to look back again at where we've come. Um, this kind of uh, um, 
uh, framework gives us our framework today for the church year. We're in Advent right now. We're going to go to Christmas. We're going to have Epiphany. We're going to go to Lent. We're going to go to Easter. And then we're going to go to the Sundays of Pentecost. And we're going to cycle right back through that again. Um, that's so important for us as we cycle through each week. And each week reminds us of the creation that God has given to us uh, in six days, creating that, um, uh, resting on the seventh day. Um, so we find we follow that same cycle in our year too. For crying out loud, that's the way the world works too. We go through the seasons every single year, um, and uh, and those are important. They're good reminders of just how blessed we are, um, and uh, and reminds us to stop and remember and to take some rest. In um, in in uh, verse twelve, and then in verse thirteen and verse fourteen, uh, fourteen in particular, he talks about you know three times a year you shall keep a feast uh, a feast to me. Um, to remember in the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the way that how they ate unleavened bread before they left Egypt in the Passover, uh, the Feast of Harvest in thanks to God, kind of like our thanksgiving for what God has blessed us with, with the Feast of Ingathering too, uh, remembering again, uh, as we look at the end of the year and we see all that we've taken in, that hey, we should be thankful to God and we do, we show that thankfulness by by uh, giving our gifts and, and giving a portion of what we uh, what we bring. Uh, what we bring in uh, to the Lord, not just hoarding it to ourselves. Verse 19 talks about bringing to God the best of the first fruits of your ground. In other words, not just giving God the leftovers, but we give him the first fruits um, of our offerings, realizing God's the one who gave them to us in the first place. They don't belong to us. They've been gifts of God to us. We're called to be good stewards of what God has given to us. And hey, we have opportunities to share with those who are much less fortunate with us. Then in verse 20 through the end of the chapter, uh, remember these are the children of Israel on the on the way to the to the wilderness to the to the promised land. God is not going to abandon them. He's going to be with them. God says, "I'm going to send an angel there," and that's that angel of the Lord. Uh, that's Jesus uh, in in Old Testament times. Um, God's going to God the Father is going to send him before them. Um, and uh, you see him making promises that only God can make and, and giving protection that only God can make. And so, and so God's going to take care of them um, as they go into that land. And then he warns them, or he tells them, when you go into that land, I will take care of your enemies. Just be faithful to me. That's the covenant promise. Similar to the covenant promise to us. God says, I will make you my child. I will forgive your sins. I will be with you. Believe me. Trust me. Follow me is what we're called to as well. So God bless you as you continue to read um, this Exodus as it reminds us a lot about our life as we're in this Exodus in a way headed to our promised land of heaven. God bless you as you read.